You're listening to the Israel Sushi Podcast, where we give you an audio glimpse into Jewish life in the Holy Land and beyond, with your hosts, Sarai and Ben Carido. Sarai Carido is a communications and public relations professional and former radio personality and news media editor. She and her husband are Sephardi Jews now living in the land of Israel and are here to share with you their unique experiences and perspectives as they broadcast to you from Jerusalem. Welcome back to the Israel Sushi Podcast. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things in the whole world. Which is wine tasting. So if anyone knows my wife at all, they know that uh, kosher wine is definitely a passion of my wife. It's my jam. And back when we were living in the United States, getting access to kosher wine where we were uh, living, I mean, sure you could get the, uh, the kind of standard stuff at the local grocery store or whatever, but like... Going wine tasting was something that we didn't get to do very often. Uh, my family is from Los Angeles, and when we would go and visit them, we would uh, try to get a chance to go to the Baron Herzog Winery, which was a really good tasting experience. And if you're in the Los Angeles or more Oxnard, to be specific, area of Ventura, I believe, it's definitely uh, worth checking out. We always enjoy a good Baron Herzog Winery uh, tasting. Yes. But uh, this side of that winery in California, there wasn't much wine tasting we could do in America. But now that we live in Israel, my wife is very excited to know <laughs> that there are a plethora of kosher wine tasting options. Yeah, so our first stop on the kosher wine tasting tour here in Israel was uh, the Gush Etzion Winery, which if you have not been, definitely, definitely worth checking out. We had a really incredible experience. Uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about the winery itself, what our experience there was like, and then tell you what some of our favorite wines were that we that we got to taste while we were there. The Gouchetzion Winery is located, spoiler alert, big surprise, in Gouchetzion. Uh, for those who are not familiar with Israel geography, Gouchetzion is an area uh, not far from uh, Jerusalem or Jerusalem. Uh, just south, uh, kind of halfway to Hebron. It's near Afrat, Alot Shvut, and also near uh, Beit Lechem or Bethlehem. And it's an area that's kind of in the Judean hills. And it's really, really fertile, especially for wine. And one thing about the Gush Etzion winery that the tour guide uh, made sure to mention, and it's a really good point, is that the fertility of this area of these uh, hills of Yehuda or Judah, the Judean hills, the fertility uh, of this area for wine is actually uh, biblically prophesied, if you will. It's actually mentioned in the Torah or the first five books of the Hebrew Bible. It's specifically mentioned that this area was going to be very, very fertile and productive for wine. So, for example, in Bereshit or Genesis chapter 49, Yaakov Avinu, Jacob the patriarch, is blessing his sons uh, before he passes away. And when it comes to his son Yehuda or Judah, he says in uh, Genesis 49 verse 11, Judah tethers his donkey to a vine, his donkey's full to a choice vine. He washes his garment in wine, his robe in the blood of grapes. His eyes are dark with wine and his teeth are white with milk. And part of the reason that I mentioned that and part of the reason that the tour guide mentioned that, but it's a really, really powerful thing when we as Jews come to live in the land of Israel because sometimes we feel that the Torah and the Bible, like, well, that was from thousands of years ago. It doesn't have relevance today. And literally you can go to this winery in this area that even in the book of Genesis, 
it's said that this will be an area that is replete with some of the best wine in the country. And you can go there and see firsthand when you go to a place like Gush Etzion Winery in the Judean Hills that this promise that this area would be a haven for amazing wine. Not only did it come true, even in the 21st century, it's still just as true today as it was thousands of years ago. And that's something really special, especially for traditional Jews like ourselves who really embrace uh, our Jewish identity. It's really, really powerful to see the Torah and the Bible be so alive and so relevant in such a dynamic way. Mm, very, very, very true. Um, if you've not been to Gush Etzion, for sure, uh, we would recommend going out and, and having a visit there. Absolutely. There's a lot of good tours in the area. We did an ATV tour that we really liked. Uh, but getting back to the topic at hand, the Gush Etzion Winery, definitely check it out. And again, it's not far from uh, Yerushalayim or Jerusalem, so it's in a relatively convenient location as well. So no matter how you're traveling, whether it's by bus or by car, uh, it's a super easy and convenient trip. You're not you know, having to switch a bunch of stops or take a long walk. It's a really convenient, the location of the Gouchetian Winery is very, very convenient no matter how you're traveling. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's a good point. Even if you are uh, touring Israel cheaply or you don't, uh, if you have a rental car, obviously that's really easy. But even if you're just touring Israel cheaply or you don't have a, a car, uh, there are buses near the Tachanamerkazit, uh, the central bus station in uh, Jerusalem that will go straight there and drop you off like literally a two or three minute walk from the winery. So the convenience of location is definitely a big perk besides everything else, but that's a, a nice perk from the onset. So getting into the winery and talking about, you know, once you've gotten there, one thing that was super convenient and helpful for me, especially um, because my Hebrew is not fluent yet. And some of you listening may be in the same situation where you can understand some, you can speak some, but you're not fluent yet. Uh, one great thing about the Gushetzion winery is that Everything there is both in English and in Hebrew, which makes it really easy and really convenient. So you really get a full experience and you are not trying to muddle through or depend on somebody else to help you understand. They do a great job of making everything easy for both Hebrew speakers and English speakers. Yeah, definitely. Uh, very uh, multilingual. And uh, actually, there was uh, an employee there that we asked. Uh, struck up a conversation with that we really liked, and he is uh, from France. He's a wine expert from France, and so he uh, spoke French as well. We don't speak any French, but we still thought it was cool. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, when we were at the Gouchetian Winery, we did uh, a tasting and a tour, and then they also have a great restaurant there, so we got to check out some of the food. Um, so, yeah, so the tour is fabulous because they, you know, show you – they take you outside and kind of give you a good view of the, I mean, obviously when you walk up to the winery, you get to see all of the grapes and the vines and you get really into that experience before you even walk through the doors. But with the tour, you can stand uh, kind of in their little deck area and look out over the vineyard, which is beautiful, obviously a beautiful way to start a tour. And then they take you, of course, inside and you get to actually watch them processing the grapes and they explain to you the difference between red wine and white wine and how they're made differently. Uh, when we were there, they were actually bringing in grapes and... Yeah, we got lucky because they were bringing... Uh, it was the time of day that they were um, bringing in a really big batch. So uh, we got lucky and got to see them 
bring in a big batch and put it through the machines and process and uh, it was really really cool to watch and one thing that I'll add also just from a kind of a technical perspective uh, the tour was also really cool because there was a lot to it but wasn't like overwhelming yes um, it wasn't too long it wasn't overwhelming but it was a really really good experience to learn a lot and get an experience but not feel like you're wearing yourself out and especially when you're ready to uh, get ready to get a <laughs> plate full of uh, kosher cheese and all the different wines well we were as much as we wanted to do the tour and we were enjoying the tour we really wanted to get to the wine as well so <laughs> they did a good job of, of maintaining our interest but not keeping us in suspense too long exactly no very very well said so then from the tour then we got to the uh, wine tasting and then they bring out Depends on which uh, tasting uh, you purchase, if I'm not mistaken, but they bring out some whites and they bring out some reds and we had the cheese platter and then we ended up ordering some food from the restaurant uh, besides and they have a really good indoor area or really nice indoor area, but they also have a really nice outdoor area and they have spots for parties and larger groups. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot of options uh, for how you want to experience the Gushetzion winery. So there was an American yeshiva that was there and had... Uh, uh, reserved the outside area and they had a big wine tasting meal type uh, experience for us it was just uh, us two me and my wife so then we were able to have a nice uh, personal and intimate uh, experience so there's a lot of variety uh, that they offer with that and I'll let Sarai here get into the wines themselves yeah so we got to taste uh, I think it was five wines we had a good selection of both red wines and white wines and, of course, ended up purchasing some to bring home with us. Uh, our two favorites, one is their red blend. And their red blend is actually really cool because it's a mix of uh, Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, Petit Verdot, and Cabernet Franc, which I had never had Cabernet Franc before. And that was really fun. We enjoyed that. So that's that was our favorite red wine. And then our favorite white wine, I'm going to let you pronounce it because we've been practicing this. We may like wine, but we don't know how to pronounce everything. Yeah, we, we, we know how to drink it. We don't necessarily know how to say it. <laughs> so this is uh, Gewurztraminer, I think. Gewurztraminer. G-E-W-U-R-Z-T-R-A-M-I-N-E-R. Gewurztraminer, I think is how you say it. <laughs> Regardless of how you say it, it's... Uh, Really good. It's a dry white wine, and this was also one of our favorites. Yeah. One thing that I think is really important and really cool to talk about uh, is that a lot of their wines are called the Lone Oak Tree Wines. Do you want to go ahead and... Yes. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they have like a microbrewery or a wine series called the Lone Oak Tree Series. And so we tried some of those wines, and those are also very tasty. But the uh, significance of the name was also very meaningful uh, because Lone Oak Tree is a reference to Alon Shavut. And Alon Shavut is one of the towns in the area of Gush Etzion. And Alon Shavut means the Oak Tree of Return. And basically in this area of Alon Shavut, this town in the Gush Etzion uh, region, there is a large, very, very large 700-year-old oak tree. And that oak tree has become one of the symbols of the area because it played a significant role in the history of the creation of the modern state of Israel. This area of Gush Etzion 
during the Israeli War for Independence was heavily attacked by the Arab legions invading from Jordan and uh, other Arab neighboring nations. And the invading Arabs massacred and killed the Jewish defenders in Gush Etzion and drove them out. Well, later on, the Jews were able to return and the oak tree was the symbol of the of Gush Etzion and was the symbol of Alon Shavut and was the resilient, I guess what I'm trying to say is the resilience of the oak tree was the symbol of the resilience of the Jewish people living in this area that even though the Arabs came and massacred them and the ones that survived left and had to come back decades later, just like the oak tree was still there, it is a very, very physical and solid, tangible expression of the concept that the Jewish people, even when we are forced out of our land, especially the land of uh, Yehuda Vishamron, Judea and Samaria, and literally the hills of Judea, even if we are forced out, we come back mm. and we thrive even more so than before. And that's a lot of what the Gush Etzion winery uh, represents is that going back full circle to what we were saying about the promises in the Torah, the biblical uh, really prophetic promises that this area would be and not just inhabited by Jews, but it would be a thriving region for Jewish vineyards and uh, wine production. And even the 21st century, that's still is relevant the lone oak tree the alone food the lone oak tree of return really symbolizes that the jewish people are here to stay and even if we're pushed out temporarily we do come back and thrive even more so than before so i think that that's a really really profound and really just a cool symbol and so that's a big part of gushetzion and we're we really like the fact that the gushetzion winery made it a point to incorporate that symbolism into their product line and marketing yes very very much so so one of these wines actually the the white wine uh that i cannot pronounce um the gewurztraminer that one yes uh that's actually part of the lone oak tree line which is just super cool um so yeah so we tried we tried several but they have i mean they have all different types of wine they have a rosé there they have um chardonnay sauvignon blanc i mean you name it They've, they've got, you know, something for everybody. Um, so, and not to interrupt you, but I'm also going to con comment that their prices are uh, reasonable as well. It, the pricing uh, varies, but it's usually priced in a way that it's clearly not just, the ch it's clearly not like cheap box wine because it's not, because it's good wine, but it's not so, it's not priced so high that it's prohibitive or a special occasion only wine. I think the pricing point is very smart, very fair, very reasonable. And really, um, for the quality of wine you're getting, I think it's very, very fair. So I think so too. I, you know, I want to give them a lot of credit uh, for that. A lot of times I feel like I, if I get a bottle of wine, um, you know, if it's a little bit more expensive, I'm like, well, this is good, but it's not worth the price. Or, you know, you go for something a little cheaper and you're like, okay, I understand why this isn't, you know, a cheap bottle of wine. I feel like they hit a really good medium and where it's not cheap wine, but it's not exorbitant by any means. It's very, very, uh, it's very, very fair price, very reasonable. It's affordable, but you get a lot of uh, value and bang for your buck, or I guess shekel in this case. <laughs> but yeah. No, excellent point. Um, yeah. So, you know, and the great thing too is you can go for lunch or dinner. 
Um, you can go for just the tour and the tasting. You can do all of it. Like we said, we did the tour and the tasting, and we also got a platter of uh, some cheeses and focaccia bread and um, olives and that kind of thing, fruit. Uh, so you can do kind of a, you can kind of do what you want. You can go in and just taste or you can go and have lunch and their restaurant was excellent. We got some, we actually decided since we'd filled up on, on cheese and fruit and bread and wine that we would just do a few appetizers and that was, we they're very it. tasty. They're amazing. So, um, we hear also, uh, we need to check it out. We have not yet, but we want to go back. Uh, we hear they have a really delicious buffet on, I believe, Friday. Friday pre-Shabbat. Yeah. yeah. Before Shabbat, before the Jewish Sabbath, they have a lunch buffet on Friday. So that's something we definitely want to check out. Uh, with where we live, we're a little bit out of the way, so it's um, kind of hard for us to, like in the winter hours when the sun sets and Shabbat or the Sabbath comes in early, it's a little bit hard for us to uh, go and do much on Friday. Um, but so when the Shabbat or the Sabbath comes in later, we're think we want to check that out. But that's something, uh, that's something we've uh, heard a lot of good things about and uh, the... Marketing makes it look really good, and we know <laughs> firsthand that the restaurant is really good, so we're really excited to give that buffet a try. 100%. So. And here's the thing. Believe it or not, this is not a paid promotion or anything. <laughs> we, you know, Goose Chetzion Winery has no idea that we are doing this podcast on their, uh, on the experience we had there. We just really, really had that good of an experience there. So this is, like, just a disclaimer, this is a completely unbiased review if we had a terrible time believe me we'd be telling you we had a terrible time but no it was great it was amazing no we had an amazing time we cannot wait to go back um and try some more wines and and like like uh ben was saying go and check out their buffet on fridays um but yeah a, an amazing time an amazing place to check out and there's nothing we had there that we did not love so yeah. definitely worth your time definitely worth like ben was saying like very reasonably priced and definitely worth the trip out I will say there was only one catch to going to the Gouchetzion Winery, uh, only one possible downside. It was the first wine tasting we did here in Israel, so now we want to check out some others, but they set the bar pretty high, <laughs> so yeah. hopefully we won't be doing podcasts like, well, this other winery was good, but it just wasn't Gouchetzion. Hopefully, on the one hand, hopefully that wasn't the case, but Gouchetzion was a great experience, so it kind of goes both ways. Very big shoes to fill for the next tasting we do, for sure. Absolutely. So that's all we have for you today. Uh, find more on our website, lehavdil.com. We'll also share some info about the Gouchetzion Winery in the comments on Facebook, a link to their page, so you can learn more and go for yourself and take a visit and drink lots of wine. You've been listening to the Israel Sushi Podcast with Sarayim Ben Kirido. For more great content and podcast episodes, visit lehevdil.com or find us on social media.